Yes, sir. Welcome back to the podcast, Sporting Lounge. Looking hamster, but that's fine. Which hamster? Hmm? I guess both y'all hamsters. Right now. We got hamster one and hamster two. That's fine. So grab a beer, kick up your feet. Thanks for joining us. Tonight is going to be more NFL news. I'm not sure where we're going with this intro, but I'm sure y'all are having a great time with it. So me and the three derpamation kiddos, because uh, Jesus, Shane, what the fuck are you doing? (laughs) Me? Why not doing anything? We're going to be talking about why Bill Belichick is on the hot seat. Well, don't pose like that. Is Bill Belichick on the hot seat? I know. I went completely off what you wanted. No, I'm okay with that. That's a good discussion to have because, I mean, it's NFL. No, Bill Belichick will never be on the hot seat. I'm going to say Bill Belichick's earned the right to retire no matter how bad he does. Robert Kraft and Bill Belichick have such a great relationship. Yeah. They have such a great relationship. If there was ever a coach in any sport, I, I think it's really you know, two in the NFL that'll never have a be on the hot seat: Mike Tomlin and Bill Belichick. He brought them I, two decades the, of winning. Those those two end the story. Okay, yeah. not Andy Reid, because now two Super Bowls with Kansas City. Or do you think he could still? Well, he's had success, but he's never had the long term sustained success like Mike Tomlin and Bill Belichick. What? Like he has had he that made Philadelphia as a coach. Yeah. No, 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 no. Let me cut you mm. off because that's not what Austin meant to say. Phil in Philadelphia he was good, and in Kansas City he's been spectacular. But like in Philadelphia he's he spectacular crazy. too. Two NFC yeah. championship appearances. Great, great job. I think he had a Super Bowl appearance too in Philadelphia in two thousand two, mm-hmm. and very good head coach in Philadelphia. But the thing is, in Philadelphia. It was it if he was still coaching in Philly, he'd be in the same conversation. But because he switched where he was, not because of his choice, but you know, because like bad call in my opinion, but they end up winning a couple more Super Bowls. But like with Andy Reid, I think a couple of those extra seasons they would have gotten a couple oh, whatever. It doesn't matter. <laughs> I think Andy Reid's the best coach that Philly's seen in the last fifty years. So that's that's besides the point. But like I yeah, with, I'd agree with that. With Andy Reid being so good at for two different teams, it's almost like he doesn't have that culture built around him. Like, Bill Belichick is the Patriots. Mike Tomlin is the Steelers. That's mm-hmm. why. When Mike Vrabel... Vrabel. 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 Sticks. Like sti- infl- gets a couple more inf- winning seasons. Inflations all over again. It's going to be the similar situation. Dan Campbell. Is the type of coach that you know you're talking about a team having a culture there. They're the team. That's that's why their seat will never get hot. And plus, like with Tan Campbell and you know anybody that's not Mike Tomlin or Bill Belichick, they need to win a ring. Like to yeah. not get a hot seat. Sean you need Payne to get was one like ring at least. Exactly. You know, you need to win one ring and probably be in two Super Bowls at least. Right. At least. Yeah. And you need I, to have I, I, playoff I, success and regular season success very consistently. I would have, I would have th- <laughs> thrown Sean Payton in there, but then he just retired. Now he's being on a new team. He's he's got yeah. It starts all over. He's got to prove. Yep. Because yeah. he doesn't win, and then probably what two three years maybe. Two. He'll, he he might get fired. I think two. Yep. I just say I think. I don't think he has to win the Super Bowl, but he has to make some playoff I, I appearances. I think Denver's in a perfect situation to this is an all in or it's an all or nothing situation right now, and they had the perfect opportunity to let it ride or get rid of Russ and Peyton and be done with them at the same time and start fresh. So yeah, see, I disagree with that. I think I think that's why it's two years is because they're going to give Russ one more year, and if the Russ experiment does not work out, then they have a high pick to go get another quarterback. And then if Sean Payne can't win with that quarterback immediately, then his head's on the guillotine block, and he might get one more year. And that's the Sean Payne situation. Hmm. But see, see, the the Denver's in a tight spot with that contract with yes. Russell Wilson. They, yeah, I mean, that was they might try contract. to get him to like renegotiate it and then trade him, kind of like what the Rams probably were trying to do with Matthew Stafford, but Matthew Stafford said no. Well, his contract's fully guaranteed, so why? He might do the same thing with Russell Wilson. 
I know, but I'm saying the Rams are trying to get him to renegotiate to cut the cap space, potentially to try and trade him to get out out from under him. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's no That's hope for saying. the Rams Might, now, right? A, like they do have to rebuild. So, no, yeah, I don't think no. still. I mean, I think they can still contend. Not as a they can still get it done. I mean, I don't think they're, don't think they're Super Bowl. I think they have that potential. But I think their defense is so much weaker now. And also, it's much, like it's pretty much just Aaron Donald now. Yeah, like they they can't contend. I don't. I think their window's closed. You know, Matthew Stafford. I think I think Matthew Stafford could still be a great quarterback. I think he'd be a top ten quarterback given a full healthy season and you know the tools that he has. Like you still got Cooper Cup, who's still a great receiver. Just had like a downish year, a Cooper Cup down year last year. You know, like well, he got hurt. He was on pace to yeah possibly be better than this previous season before he went down I, I see so. I, I would still disagree I, I think the rams have a have a shot because i think that <laughs> offense can be potent enough especially if they actually give cam Akers free reign and then mm. Tyler, i mean cam Tyler, I, I, I think they can be potent off. offense and then i think cam and, and then i dude, think i think that i don't want to say do this enough. because i want him from travis but cam Akers is about to go off this year he looks that's mm, yeah we'll see i think i think he's gonna i think I think the Rams will be good, but I don't think that they'll be contenders. I don't, I don't think, think they make. I don't think they're Super Bowl I think, contenders. I think, I think at their ceiling, they don't get out of the divisional. Like I don't see it. I would agree, but like, I would not be surprised if we see them in the championship and Super or and or Super Bowl. That's all. Ooh, I will. I want to go Super Bowl. I <laughs> like, go I playoffs. I, I expect them to make the playoffs or close to. Yeah, On to another will. bubble team. D hop to the Titans. Uh, I think that's I love it. Infinitely Trail. makes Garbage that team burger. better. Infinitely I, makes that team better. No, yeah, it makes that you team think, so much you better. You think he'll have an impact? Oh yeah, of course. I mean, I mean, just on Derrick Henry alone. I think it's like real life. Julio, last last year, you think like, like Julio had an impact? Like Randy Moss had an impact? D Hop is also two and three years younger, respectively, than they were. <laughs> that's true. And you look at the Titans now on that offense. He's like, damn, they could probably beat anyone. Last year, you couldn't really say that. So I, I think, really, regardless of whoever D Hop went to, he drastically improves that offense. If you get if you get twenty twenty Ryan Tannehill out of nowhere, then yeah. For them to hit ten wins, but, they need a lot from Traylon Burks as well, not just from D Hop, in my opinion. So I still see them as a bottom three team in that division. Their de- you know, their defense is okay. I mean, a they're bottom inter- three team. And I mean, obviously, D, you want to have yeah, a player so like D Hop on the your Jags team. He obviously run away makes their offense better. But do the Tennessee yeah. pass enough that it even matters in, in the grand scheme of things? Hence, why Traylon Burks has to step up too, because Rand Tannehill has to throw for yes. at least thirty-five. Yes, thirty-five hundred. They have mismatches on the field. They're they're going to have, and I mean, it's perfect situation. Henry's old now. He's had a major injury now, time to stop feeding him. I mean, he's still going to get his touches, but instead of, you know, getting – instead of having no problem handing him the ball 30-plus times a game, it's going to be cut back to 20-23 and spread the ball around a little bit, you know, give him a shot on offense. If they can do that and keep their offense unpredictable, then it can work out. I think Tannehill will easily hit that 3,500 mark. I mean, you, you've seen what happens the last time he had an elite talent at wide receiver on his team, and they let, them, and they let him pass it. He finished fantasy quarterback number eight in, super, in a PPR, and I traded him immediately. But uh, Good choice. I don't ex- ever expect him to do that again, but he definitely could have a top 15 season if they utilize him correctly this season. And, and if he actually stays healthy this season, he didn't stay healthy last season at all. So, yeah. That's my take on that. I think it's going to be a lot more potential for beneficial to be beneficial in real life than in fantasy. Mm-hmm. I think that's going to be an interesting division. Better to watch, scheme build, especially I, for I think, fantasy wise. I think the Texans have potential to be a very good team this year. You know, like I was talking about that in the AFC South video, but like everyone's the sleeping on really? CJ. Everyone's See, sleeping yeah, like, on Stroud. I would. And like you got Will Anderson too, like that's a big thing. I don't know, like 
but and like I, as I, I was still... talking about in the AFC South video, gaping holes has been the issue with this team for the last five years. The thing is that they did this all season was they filled those gaping holes with good players. Like they're solid. Talent. Like you look at their roster, it's kind of unproven, but it has the potential to be good. And like I wouldn't be surprised if finally they come around. Because the Titans are losing their reign to the Jags, but who's to say that the Jags don't get tripped up a little bit? You know, like that's kind of how I feel about the AFC South. Like, I wouldn't be surprised to see the Jags get tripped up a little bit by a couple games, you know, a couple bumps and bruises, and then out of nowhere, the Texans are able to dark horse arrive and play more effectively than what the fuck I, was that? I think the Texans definitely needed Anderson, but man, I would have loved to see Jason go there. Did you guys see that? Oh. Like a big old pink light just started flashing up around me. Yeah, oh, that's that was me, baby. No, I, I, I think people are sleeping on CJ Stroud. I made Ben go back and rewatch some footage of him. And he's pretty good. I think he's gonna very good. I, I think he's gonna be better than Bryce. I, I think he will be too. Mm. Like, I mean, you know who I'm. I like, Bryce. I like the Bryce. Bryce. Term, maybe, but short term, no. And short term, no. Bryce will be better. He has the better weapons. He's been looking good in camp, from what I've been hearing so far. I, just, I watched a couple. Yeah, it's just because he went to my Colts. That's and, why. So is a uh, Gardner Minshew. So <laughs> he's a projected day one starter right now. I prefer well, yeah. Minshew. I liked the How Minshew mania. Yeah, he should Me get too. an actual chance in the NFL. All on Colts should have drafted JSN over Anthony Richardson. You can't change my mind. Ooh, I don't know about JSN considering they should have drafted, like drafted a lot of people o- over. Like, I would have taken Witherspoon. That would have been nice. nice. <laughs> I would have taken him too. Everyone JS- drafted from four yeah, to JSN. 15. Because, Ben, you you also you trust Gardner Minshew. So, can you already have Alec Pierce, you already have Michael Pittman, and then you draft JSN and then put throw Minshew in there? That'd be a fun offense. That's With Jonathan Taylor in the backfield? Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. may have been the better bet, but apparently the NFL knows something we don't because taken, like, they're a not giving Gardner like the that. chance. So you know what the NFL knows that we don't? Apparently they know something about running backs because why does Dalvin Cook, Kareem Hunt, and Ezekiel Elliott <laughs> still not have a home? Yeah, I'm a uh, only surprised. one that you've been seeing signs of showing of going somewhere is Dalvin. Obviously, heating up, saying that he's that there's a very high chance. <laughs> That, uh, that he goes to New York is what he said today when he so, was like, asked about I think, it. But, but that like, also here's could the be thing. him, you know, trying to get the other teams to penny up more. But I think we're going to have a very – within within the next week we'll hear. I think is, uh, we're getting close. Mm-hmm. I think the thing is, you know, running back market right now, it's just obscene because it's like there are several free agent running backs past, you know – Ezekiel Elliott and Kareem Hunt. You know, there's several more backs that are below them that aren't as effective that probably make a significant amount of teams better. But the thing is with Hunt, Ezekiel Elliott, and Dalvin Cook is they make 32 teams better by them signing on that roster. That roster will be better if they are on that team. Just not the Jets. Just not the Jets, I guess. (laughs) Just just not the Jets. (laughs) Stay away from the Jets. How about that? (laughs) Like, it's because of the amount of money they want comparatively thing. what they can get for you know the young draft picks and the, yeah, the like, low paid guys like saquon barkley saquon barkley oh. being a weirdo with that weird ass contract well okay. I mean, that, that makes that sense for 900k okay. okay okay that's not what he held up yeah. for like and if you just look at it if you just look at it that's what it looks like because his his uh his franchise, franchise tag, was, 10, tag. Was, was, was 10.1 million, and that's all he was eligible to get under the franchise tag is what the amount is. There you go. And yes, he gets not, it, he signed for 11 mil, but and 10.1 of it guaranteed. But he also has another 900k in incentives. But there's also another clause that gets him. He can work his way up to 13 mil this year. But what it also does is makes it so he's now eligible to be franchise tag next year. So what he did is he increased the amount of money he can get by like four million. And also made it a two-year contract instead of a one, so yeah. that yeah, that's huge actually. 
which like, was a smart move and probably and like i i i hate i hate how people are like it's only 900k it's a no. million fucking dollars first it's, of all just like on a basic concept i would i would hold out of work for a week or two if i got a million dollars yeah i yeah. don't know but it's like but, but it's like if you if it it's actually like a potential of four million this year, and if he gets franchise yeah. tag next year, and the franchise tag happens, it becomes a twenty million dollar two year. It would have been, it would have been yeah. that way. He, either he, way. He, he held out for twenty million. No, because he wouldn't have gotten franchise tagged. <laughs> well, probably the, fifteen. Because no. if he got franchise tagged this year, he, they wouldn't be able to franchise tag him next year. Yeah, he'd have been done. He would have been either contract by the end of the season or gone. Yeah. yeah so. so what it did was it bought the well, giant. I mean, it was, it was a player it, it was a team friendly deal and a player friendly deal so it's it's a win-win on both sides because Barkley if he has just, a horrible season Barkley then they just don't showed have to people franchise. how to get it done those running backs are 26 27 years old that's the way to get it done right there and then hope for a little ball offer for three more years yep he just right. bagged a 20 million dollar contract yeah for and then he'll at do... what 27 yeah, that's what I'm saying. Is so then yeah, but, he'll be 29. Yeah, but he just play as a backup for the. So the way the way it was going is they like they could tag him twice in a row. So I mean, next year he could have got tagged as well if you signed this one. Okay, well then he extended it out by two years. Yeah, so he yeah. just made a one year deal, he, a three year deal. Himself. Yeah, well, I mean, he kind of all but admitted that he didn't want to sit out and that he was just signing to play. I mean, I'd signed. I mean, too. that's passion. That's love for the game. You sat out. No, sure. You get to do what you love, and you made a million dollars more. I'm pretty sure that's not a loss. Yeah, I don't blame. I don't. I don't. I don't blame. You got to take a couple of days on vacation. Got an extra million dollars. Exactly. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Took a pill and a visa. I mean, especially since you're watching Zeke and Hunt not get signed, along with Dalvin Cook. Like you're mm-hmm. watching this, and now you get an opportunity to sign play and make another million like yeah it's a pretty smart decision on his end sucks because kareem hunt especially, and... especially in new york with how much the taxes oh yeah no, i definitely yeah i do think that coming up though with like what everything that's going on the cba the next cba the running backs are definitely going to have to renegotiate some things if they want oh, yeah. Big because time. the trend now is draft running back young play it break the wheels off of him during his rookie contract it doesn't matter how good you are unless you are yep. just maybe well, unless you are that I mean, elite if, if they, elite if, talent you you're done i would say if, if they want to go that route they're gonna if they want to go that route they're gonna have to shorten the rookie contract and not yes. a lot of for running backs yeah maybe it'll only make it three years for all players year. you can't just do running backs you gotta do all yeah. players yeah well i don't know because look at all the qbs that just got signed like their contracts are fully guaranteed i don't think they care that's fine but i think if you're gonna lower really you really gotta Got a lower for all. Yeah, I mean, she, I don't know. Uh, who I don't, was it? I, Bryce Young I mean, is making more than like four way. running backs. Yeah, so like, yeah, I, yeah, he hasn't even played a snap. I mean, perks of being the well, number one pick. The head man, the yeah. QB. But but still, I don't know. I we're mean, talking about proven players that would make thirty-two teams better. And you, and they can't, yeah, and they can't even say that it doesn't work. Like the only thing that has happened is that the new fad is is just a passing in the league. It's, that's all it's changing. It's not that running backs aren't effective. Like that's literally all that's happening. Oh, yeah, it's, running backs are catching more. It's it's just just like just like Steph Curry just made traditional back to the basket centers go away. Like it, yeah. running back, hey, he's getting ball, a, ball hawk. You know, Bryce Young through. be getting a six point one million dollar bonus every year. And a 750k salary. That sounds like me on Madden. Seven million a year, roughly. Yeah. I'm yeah. And six not, million not bonus. Like Jesus. Seven million a year. Yeah, and then a, and, a, and a guy who has arguably been like at worst top seven in the league since he's came in, and Dalvin Cook, and who's still just had a great season. Can't people didn't want to offer him more than seven million a year? Yeah, well, it's, like, it's I know, not just that. It's but like the the I know that I know the age that, that he wants. Like, well, he I know, deserves but, like, just thirteen not million that long ago. Really? Like, and people, and people said, can say that like oh, that he doesn't deserve ten. The, the franchises and the owners are like are protecting themselves because of Todd Gur- like because of Todd Gurley's deal, and that's what like you know what 
that's not protecting yourself. That's screwing an entire position out because you didn't do your homework and didn't realize that that dude had three reconstructive knee surgeries before he took a snap in the NFL. Yeah, his knees were already not, like, just logically speaking, weren't going to last as long, and you decided to give him a freaking contract like that. That's no one else's fault but yours. But and now no one else screw wants to every single victim. player that comes into the NFL for the for – the, yeah. And I don't know. But, I just don't know. I mean, it sucks, but like, you don't need to screw the entire position for the future of football. I, well, obviously, yeah. no shit. I, it's, but I mean, there's but that. But also, another reason is because all these super contracts for the quarterbacks. Someone's got to take a pay cut. That's it ain't the left tackle. Those guys get signed. It, it, is, kind of. it, it should it should be the quarterback. <laughs> and. But there is a very but the thing that backs it up is like think about all the teams <laughs> that have won the Super Bowl in the last ten years. None of them had like a true workhorse running back unless you go all the way back to Seattle with Marshawn Lynch. It was all running yeah. back by committees or teams that won the Super Bowl. So they so if you want to prove from a winning standpoint that elite running backs needed workhorse, it's not true. And I hate to say that. Mm-hmm. And that's a huge but- part of the argument. But in, in as fast as you say that argument, I instantly started thinking of Super Bowl winning teams that were more run focused. Like they were, they're not uncommon. That's true. Just just like in teams that made it to the Super Bowl that were run focused. You know, mm-hmm. like think about Super Bowl teams, not just who won the Super Bowl, because the Super Bowl, you know, they're the two best teams on each side. It's a fifty fifty gamble. You know, like. They lost the coin flip. That like look at the teams that are in there. You know, you got you got San Francisco. I think yeah. that's within the last ten years. They had Frank Gore and they're running the wheels off him. Uh you got he played let's forever. See here. Say, I would you say know. Philly in general runs a lot, but the, and yeah. they've been in twice. Baltimore. Um Well that was way back. That was Joe Flacco. That was long ago. Never mind. Well, I was going to say, just like historically speaking, the 2000 Baltimore Ravens were a very just give the ball to Jamal Lewis and let Ray Lewis take and Ed Reed take over mm-hmm. on the other side. And we won a yeah. Super Bowl that way. All right. Last 10 years, Baltimore wins over San Francisco. Both those teams were pretty run focused. Um, yeah. Joe Flacco was having that killer season, but, you know, um, yeah, sure. what's that? I'm going to stop you right there. One random shout out for Joe Flacco deciding that postseason. I'm going to have a top five postseason all time by a QB and then just dip out. Yeah. yeah, he got yeah. a thing. He said, "Bye." He was out. I mean, he, he you had Ray Rice. You had Ray Rice on that Ravens team still, who was, you know, yep. before he wanted to play uh, Rock of Sockham Robots with his wife. I gotta turn my camera off real quick. <laughs> oh my god! What? I had a booger. Uh, okay, so. Anyways. What? All right. So <laughs> Last the top ten, rules, Shane, you're still listening. I'm pulling them all up. So, so Patriots versus Seahawks. Yeah. Seahawks yeah. barely lose, but you got Marshawn Lynch mm. on that team. You know, yeah. so that's a Which team I that say like, Lynch. yeah. So right now we have Ray Rice, Frank Gore, Marshawn Lynch. Uh, that was like the last of the CJ Anderson on that season with the Broncos. You know when Payne Manning oh, was starting to lose it. Yeah, thousand yards. Yeah, the Panthers who like were running a lot of option with Cam Newton. So yeah. Cam Newton is my pick there, but like that's just because uh you know. Then you got he the was. Eagles that went over the New England Patriots, and they were relying on Garrett Blunt and that running back by committee. But like Blunt was killer he, that year. Then the yeah, next he was Super class. Bowl, you got Sony Michelle. Who was picking up a lot of the slack for Tom Brady because it was seeming like Tom Brady was actually finally getting old, and boy, were we fucking fooled. But on the other side, you had Todd Gurley. So we're okay now. We're at like oh, for the, fucking oh, seven that's running not backs. Sony Michelle, that's James Lloyd. James Lloyd over Sony Michelle. Well, yeah, oh, but like you know, that's the same era. Um, so we're at seven running backs that like significantly helped their teams. Then we get into the 49ers versus Chiefs. Running backs aren't as reliant on those games. Chiefs versus Bucks. I mean, playoff mm-hmm. Lenny was killer, but you know, during the regular season, they weren't as reliant. The Bengals yeah, relied on Joe Mixon quite a bit. 
Rams sort of relied on Cam Akers. He is more of a pass receiving back. And then finally this past season, it was Eagles versus Chiefs. But, like, I think the point's proven. It, it seems like eight to ten players, you could say, reliably running the ball is winning Super Bowls. You know, so I mean, when we're talking about a player like Zeke, when we're talking about a player like Kareem Hunt, when we're talking about a player like Dalvin Cook, these are players that are arguably top ten in their position group. Why the fuck are they still free agents? <laughs> that That's the because, obscene thing. Because teams, one, can't afford. Teams, two, don't want to pay. It's just obscene. Yeah. There needs to be I there mean, needs to be something. What do you got to Cook goes to Miami. Handful of teams over 15 deal, million. And they win the division. You, or if he goes to the Bills and they win the division. Either way. That will show that, yes, you should pay a running back. See... He needs to go to Miami Regardless, or the Bills if, and win. But whatever team they go to is going to have to take a pay cut. They're going to take less than what they want, than what they're asking for. Like I said, a handful yeah. of teams have over $13 million cap. And well, most of those teams, you're not going to want a running back. Well, they're playing guy, a smart by guy winning, running back. Because like, as the weeks go by, the roster has to get smaller. And once the roster gets smaller, the pay, the, the pay, the salary cap goes up. Yeah, just wait it out and get a couple extra mil in your pocket for them to toss your way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If I was one of them, I'd wait for a couple. Maybe. You know, running backs go down in training camp. You know, knock on wood. We hope it doesn't happen, but it always does every year. Wait for one or two more spots to open. Team needs realizes, hey, we need this guy, and then opens their pocketbook. So, for them, I say good for waiting the playing game. Sad that it has to be that way. Yeah. That's just the fact of it. Because I still think Zeke could could produce on an elite level. I do. Like, I'm, gonna, I, I'm tired of the Zeke hate. I just am. I won't say Zeke he's, hate, but... He's still so good. I would say borderline 1,000 yards, Zeke which is down. still good in the NFL. Yeah, like, I think he get 1,100 yards. I think that's a pretty... Well, what's messed I up is this current play, the current player's CBA is in effect until 2030. So, so it's not going to change anytime soon. Well... That means if you're in fantasy football and a running back gets drafted in the first or second round, you pick him up early. That's what that means. So I think um, B. John Robinson, Jameer Gibbs, Charbonnet, and maybe even Miller all go in the first this year. It's just because rentals now. It's all rentals now. Yeah, yep. you use your first all round in your fantasy in the, in dynasty. Them. I would say in Dynasty now, when you draft a running back, just know that they're a three, four-year rental, and that's it. I mean, when yep. when you get banged around as much, it makes sense. So, I'm uh, not surprised. I mean, I, don't I got three picks in the first round. Let's see which running contract. back I get. You know what? I'm hoping for Kenneth Walker you, to, you know, have a, I a do really agree, great HM running back. So I can get Charbonnet. When Cook and Zeke get signed, they'll probably be for, I, I predict, nine to ten million of it. From the Gasai yeah. issue, it's going to have to be in the nine to ten million range for it to make sense for a team. Speaking of cap space and rookie quarterback deals, yes, Brock Purdy is healthy. My boy Purdy, he's still he's sitting on the bench. Might as well just trade. Might as well just trade Trey Lance. Yeah, dude, get rid of Lance. It's the Purdy's team going forward. Yeah, if you you they got Darnold as well from a business standpoint, it makes sense for them too because if they're confident in Purdy and they're going to proceed with them week one, and they signed Sam Darnold to be his their backup, oh, I, I'd hold if, on to Trey Lance if I was the Forty ers <laughs> depending on what a team would give me because he's, I'm going to say, but if I was such like a cheap backup field offers, but only let it go if it's let them go if it's worth it. But if use high draft capital on them and mm -hmm. people are drafting players for athletic hype like Malik Willis and Anthony Richardson and Trey Lance falls in that category too. So someone might take a stab at him. Yeah. And he's so cheap. Oh, Give him a Sam a yeah. Yeah. Like, I mean, Trey Lance, his career in Sam friends all but over. I don't know about he, that. He has no because fantasy relevance. I'm, I'm, Brock Purdy's in the perfect system for him to excel just because of the kind of offense that they run. Even before the injury, Brock Purdy didn't have a cannon of an arm. 
he wasn't very effective on downfield throws pretty far. A lot of those big plays are reliant on George Kittle and Debo Samuel, Christian McCaffrey, three at the best at creating yards after the catch in yep. the league, t- taking five yard touches and taking it and turning it to something different. That's where a mm-hmm. lot, of, although his nose and like re- Brock Purdy showed elite caliber of the ability to use this, utilize his check down and read the field. I'll give him that, but his physical attributes are definitely limited as far as pushing the offense down the field. If they want to open the playbook up at all, then having Lance there is definitely something they should utilize. But the kind of injury that Purdy had also, I mean, MLB pitchers have been coming back better from it recently in the last five, six years. The well, he also didn't have the surgeries the Tommy on John. I know, but it's close. It was close, that but it wasn't Tommy John. It makes a big difference. It does. It does make a big difference. Huge difference. But it's still not so, good. No, I'm not saying it is good. I'm just saying a big difference from, from Tommy John. I think John. it would Tommy be John, he effects, though. Mm, I think he comes back pretty nice. I he's going to have... I, He's going to have 3,800 yards. I think the 49ers Guaranteed. are the player that wins in that situation, though, because, you know, if Birdie does come back, you get to see it first, and then you get to open up the market to Trey Lance. And Trey Lance, I think, still has value. Because the thing oh, is, yeah. it's not like Trey Lance played bad. He just got hurt. And then, you know, like, when he was playing, he was okay, but he didn't have a lot of opportunities. And, like, he's young enough or, like, you could build a team around him or you could insert him into a team. And, you know, mm-hmm. he's the type of player that, like, kind of is the Drew Brees situation. You know? Like, I wouldn't be surprised if that was the case scenario. You know? The, if no one remembers, but Drew Brees was originally on the Chargers. Got, yeah. got shipped mm-hmm. off to the Saints because they were just like, oh, we think we have a better quarterback. Philip Rivers. Hmm. And I don't know. I, I think looking back with hindsight, That's pretty good for both. I'd rather have Drew Brees. Mm. I'd rather have Drew Brees. I mean, Drew Brees was very underrated. I will say that Philip Rivers is good. He's very good. Don't get me wrong. But if Drew Brees was the quarterback of the Chargers from 2005 to 2008, they would have won at least one chip during that time frame. They were too yep. freaking good. They had one of the seasons they had the number one rated offense and number one rated defense in the league head into the postseason. And and their special teams were so ass. So ass. I, there's so many times I would watch their playoff games and they'd be winning. And then in the last three minutes of a game, they'd just do something that is just absurd or something like absolutely stupid would happen. <laughs> and it would mm-hmm. always go against them and they'd lose a game in a heartbreak every single time. There was plenty of times where they had out, where Phillip Rivers had outplayed Peyton and Tom in the games. And just the defense or the special teams in the last two minutes would just give the game away. Yeah, because one of those years, I think it was like 2006, I think Against it was. Against the Colts? The, no, the Chargers versus Patriots lost by three for the special mm. teams. Yeah. Man, what a good fun. That was a fun time. <laughs> for, then, you, for you Patriots fans, man, I was a huge <laughs> I always been a Lions fan first, but Chargers fan second because LT is my favorite yeah. player ever. And I my Lions weren't in the playoffs in that era, so I had to watch the Chargers. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. And the one year they did make the playoffs, they got shellacked by the Saints. They made it again. Shellacked on. And then the NFL screwed them over on that face mask and defensive pass interference call against the Cowboys. Oh, Eric Ebron. Shellacked on. Shut up. Lions fans they, love to hold pick, on to bad calls. They. I just want the officiating to be better in general. <laughs> Lions fans always have hold on to bad calls. It's fine, though. We still love what the about Jones. the Jesse James catch, you know? Yeah. Dead no, Brian caught it. That was properly ruled. That, that was, was proper ruling. Ruled. What? He's a Patriots fan. He's a Patriots fan. We already <laughs> know we're checking him in the rehab soon. <laughs> it, it was against the Patriots, a so proper ruling, man. I don't know what to tell you. So how many what more losing the seasons before he switches from a Patriots fan? What would you say? Just, Jesse James touchdown all day. <laughs> yeah okay 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 i just want to make sure <laughs> yeah what do you say ben? three more said, years and austin's gonna be bandwagon a team 
Yep. I'm gonna 2,446 it. days and it's, since and it's he got that ball. obviously going to be the Cincinnati Bengals because he loves Burrow. I love Burrow, but I'll always be a Patriots fan. I don't know. A couple more losing so. seasons, you might you might finally sway and go. <laughs> Just saying. Probably not. I don't ever foresee it. From T in the harbor to riding tigers. <laughs> I mean, you, while Bengals. growing up, you got a Patriots team that was consistently in the playoffs. So, like, this is the first time your faith is truly going to be tested. That's how two, I got to feel growing up. Three seasons the first losing. 20 years of my life with the Red Wings. <laughs> That's not my fault. So, hey, we're, you we're know, testing your middle now. As a Steelers fan, I, I think I had say. my faith tested when when Antonio Brown and Le'Veon Bell were on the fucking team. Okay? <laughs> Let's say all of us have got to see some of our, not in every sport, but, you know, our fan base. You know, I got the Pistons and Red Wings winning my fan base some championships. Boston has the Patriots. You got the Steelers and the Penguins. Ben, Ben's, Ben's had the nothing. Celtics and the Bruins. And the Red Sox were decent in the early, in 2010 pre, prior. Ben's well, yeah. so that's fine. And I've been a Colts fan since day no, one. Guys, we, They're the Paint Manning, Andrew Luck, and whatever the hell this situation is. Still be Colts through and through. Yeah, you, tra- the, the Colts. The Colts are treating their quarterback position like the NFL is treating their running back position. Right? Yeah, bro. <laughs> we just signed some old like, ones. Who wants to come play news. quarterback for us yeah, for four bro. million a year? <laughs> yeah, dude. Dude, I'm so tired. Oh, Rivers, you'll even uh-huh. have time to have an eleventh kid, dude. I swear. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah, Jesus! Matt Ryan, no, you you can't have the final piece. Jesus, <laughs> Matt Ryan. Hey, dude, we'll be up twenty-eight to three multiple times. Come on here. Yeah, Jesus, fuck. <sighs> so. Man. And if Bailey Zappi is going to take over the starting job oh, in New dude, England. I'm so excited. He's good. He should. I'll trade for him right now. I actually kind of uh, want going him to. I have Max Jones. Because I have Max Jones. So oh, I kind of want him. You got the backup. He's, now, he's if not going to signs with the Jets. He's going because to. He I will wants put a blow-up doll in his chair and crawl to your apartment right now if you give me Bailey Zappi. I'll put my GoPro on my forehead. You should Thanks, do it just, just to prove that Travis won't do it. Yeah, yeah, do it. Uh, yeah, that's a deal. You got to crawl the whole way, though. I got to just... find a blow-up doll first. Yeah, that was All the right, first see, guy. See? Plans already failed. <laughs> okay, so yeah. if Cook He's signs, not gonna do I'm it, like... Fine. That's why I, I put that stipulation in there, back door out. <laughs> yeah, interesting. <laughs> interesting. So, crazy You can do it without happens. the blow-up. You can do it without the blow-up doll. That's fine. No, we just want to see you crawl you all over. Crawl over. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's fine. So I'm cutting you a better deal than what you asked for. <laughs> okay, there you go, Travis. Um, what do you say? What says you? No, no what says deal. you, Travis? No deal. Okay, so you, you proposed the contract. I got, yeah, I got a blow doll in my closet. I could, when you come over, you can grab it and put it back there. There you go. Shane, Shane <laughs> Shane made it cheaper for you. It better be used, damn it. <laughs> Shane so made it cheaper, no deal, Travis. And you're still saying no, Travis? That's crazy. But I can't drink beer while I'm crawling. Quick question. We brought That's up true. Joe. You're backing out of it. Man. Quick thing. We brought up it's Joe Burrow because sus, it's bro. Austin's favorite you know, player. He uh he got injured with that calf strain. They're saying a couple weeks, but they're keeping that kind of tight to the chest. Are we worried that uh there's actually something more going on there and he might miss some time? No, team teams do that with a lot of a lot of injuries. There's so. no re- they got six and a half seven weeks till meaningful football starts. There's no reason to rush him back. That's the, yep. they're saying several weeks as saying he's done till week one. That's what that means. Basically, hold him out. Maybe light training preseason. If he, if it's so the, serious enough, to the miss official game, diagnosis no. was a calf strain. So it, a muscle strain can range from, you know, it's not a tear, so that's a good sign. If yeah. it's not a tear, that's number one, great. So we don't have a tear. The more time that you get to heal a strain, the better. Mm-hmm. So the better rehab facilities that you can go ahead and run through and all that stuff. Like if he misses that's a time, big deal. 
and he Kat just said time, I'm good. calling it the first two weeks absolute max. That's it. Yeah, me too. A calf injury no. can linger like a hamstring. Yeah, might be a good, might be good a couple weeks if he irritates it. Yeah, well, he's Joey B. He stay hydrated. Yeah, he he gonna play week one. Non-contact injury. I what are you trying to? What, what's that for? Are you implying that? that it's an ACL? I'm implying that you know calf strain, but really it could be his ACL messing with him. It is the one he injured in the past. No you know, nagging thing. No chance. Already, they, they, no they already chance. did MRIs and everything. He's he's he he good. He's good on that. Yeah. He, if, be if it was an ACL, they would have said it already. They would well, not a tear or, or a rip or anything. Helps me against just... Austin and fantasy. I need him to be healthy for Chase. So I'm kind of if invested it, in Burrow myself. An, so I'm, I, an ACL sprain back. would be a 12 week injury. It, so even an ACL sprain would be mm-hmm. a 12 week. Like that's 10 to 14 weeks. Yeah. Like no, there's no chance. Because if it was, they would say something. Because then it, he wouldn't be back till week four or five. They would already say something. You know. You, yep. Just now, out of, now, like, now my you boy have to remember, be back week one. They, they would have just put him on the PUP you got and he's able to come off any time in the first six weeks, and they would have just been done with it. There's no reason to hide it. Yep. But, mm-hmm. Okay. Then so, you get to go sign another player, examine them, right. and get a possible, like, depth piece at worst. Or that's a situation where you get your Kareem Hunt. That's the type of situation where you get your Dalvin Cook. That's that type of situation. That's the type of they, opening. Or if- like super serious out of nowhere and he by chance misses the entire season they're like hey san fran we want your lance yeah yeah so going through training camp so far you guys changing up your um your like your potential sleepers or anything like that i went from based on everything we've seen so far i used i was saying that zay flowers was my least favorite wide receiver thank you out of the four what first happened He's now my wide receiver too behind JSN. Partly because of the Jordan Addison situation and Quentin Johnson having Zoom. two players that are good in front of him. Jordan Addison looking pretty good in camp though too. He is. He's made some hey, nice Can stuff. I say something about the Addison situation? I read how about fucking, it. How no, I, fucking Shane, stupid. I, Shane, I said no. Okay, come no. on. <laughs> he said ah, no. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right, you can talk now. Well, I read the official police report. He was okay. speeding because his because his his dog was having a medical emergency. He was trying to get his dog. Oh, back. interesting. That's why I, I changed read. my point. Oh, interesting. <laughs> that, I, yeah, I changed my that. I changed my my tune on it too. As soon as I read that, I was like, oh, all right, I feel it. Especially since you know my cat just died today. It's all right. Like that is a little different. Like it doesn't make it okay. Because like you could have had a Henry Rugg situation, but yeah, but, yeah. trying to save mm-hmm. us, trying to save your pet's life. I get it. Chat said sorry for your cat. Oh, that's okay. That's okay. Moment of silence. Moment of silence. JSN balling out. This one's for I the want cat. JSN now. I've Jesus. heard a lot about it. Jameer Gibbs, you know, playing amazing. Um, mm-hmm. so. Ross Saint, Jared Goss was saying Amon Ross St. Brown's going to be a exceptional this year george pickens gave joey porter jr his welcome to the nfl moment today well no one cares about the sailors <laughs> i'm just kidding okay man. okay red white I, I and blue more, i care more Cuck about Roy. the steelers than i do the page red white and blue yeah man i am i'll take it I'll take loser i bet you don't have about. a whiskey song about your team <laughs> that doesn't right. mean anything. Toby, it, it means that you don't have a whistle <laughs> song about your team. That's what that means. They got a Toby Keith song. <laughs> Put a boot in your ass. So, <laughs> is your team is your team Soup Dog's favorite team? Uh, okay. Bro, we're talking about two of the greatest stoners of all time, and they're both like the biggest diehard Steelers fans. It's funny how that happens, huh? Yeah. That's a good point. It's funny how that happens that the most chill guys on the planet both like the Steelers, and you know I yeah, associate because, with them. Yeah, I, I feel like I would, I would be the, the rest third of the Steelers were annoying, and they needed some offset. <laughs> so I've also yeah, heard yeah, a lot yeah, about the So for the tight ends, mm-hmm. 
a lot coming from Luke Musgrave from Green Bay. A lot of good news from him. So possibly with Sam Laporta working early too, and Sam Laporta. I still like Michael Meyer out at uh, Las Vegas. I still love him and Dalton Kincaid for Buffalo. Although I don't know if he'll pass Dawson Knox, but I think, I think the tight ends could be good in a couple of years. I think a lot of teams are switching to tight end sets. The guys that don't have the established ability to have like a, they don't have the good running back by committee pieces are switching to the two tight end sets with two very usable tight ends. That's what we're seeing. Yeah. Buffalo yeah. case in point. And oh dang, John Ross retired. I did not know that. No, yep. you know what I found funny so far? In Superflex leagues, a lot of the rankings have Anthony Richard number two right behind B. John Robinson. Above Stroud, above Bryce. So is it because of his rushing upside? That's what because happens. At, no, it's was, because a lot Josh of people call Allen has success being the same kind of prospect the, like that. Then the hype train began. That's why. Well, wouldn't every a lot quarter of people Josh Allen Will Levis? Once Josh... No. <sighs> Josh because Allen I would view Anthony Richardson closer to Justin Fields and Lamar Jackson. No, we're talking about people who were didn't have when like, he was coming out of college. Coming in, they weren't pro ready. The intangibles weren't there, but the potential metrics of their athletic mm-hmm. ability was off the charts. That's what I'm talking about. Okay. Well, then, yeah, he would but be like, a Josh Allen like type. Quarterbacks that had prospect. athletics like this, but need, but have a learning curve that needed to go like this. <laughs> right. And Josh Allen busted through. And mm-hmm. once when he had success, all those Everyone. quarterbacks that had that potential started becoming popular. And then. True. True. I want to just put Jalen Hurts in that category. Just well, you know, I think just, I think that used to be the way that people drafted quarterbacks, but then Jamarcus Russell happened. Yes. Yeah. Well, because Michael Vick, mm-hmm. Michael Vick's got really well. Let's go be back before Michael Vick and give props to Randall Cunningham and whatnot. But like Vick happened, and then the next very super athletic QB that with a cannon. Comes in and you know he he signed that contract Lamar. and yeah Lamar, which Lamar's ten times a hundred times better than Jamarcus. I mean Lamar's got an MVP, but you know <clears throat> Jamarcus yeah, so, Russell's got Jamarcus Russell is unarguably a top three biggest bust in NFL history. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. who's worth yeah, him Ryan Leaf. If it's close, it's him Ryan, Ryan Leaf. Leaf. Russell, Russell all day. Oh, Russell, the thing is with Leaf is. Leaf, Leaf tried. He failed. Tomorrow, Russell didn't try. <laughs> he did not care. Did you watch this DVD? Yeah, I sure did. Really? The Blitz package. Really? And there was, and they were blank or whatever. <laughs> yeah. I will say there's no. One they other. were not. They weren't blank. They didn't exist. Yeah. There weren't CDs. There weren't DVDs in it. The case. He didn't even open the fucking DVD case. Come on! They're yeah, getting paid millions to study. Dude, anything. if I was getting paid that, you could strap me up like I was in Clockwork Orange and make me watch some film. I don't give a fuck. Like, <laughs> I'm gonna say the biggest bust in recent, like last five seasons. I'm gonna say this just because, haha, Stewart, Ceh, man, I don't. He, I don't... I don't know. The only reason I say that is because in re- is just because of the draft capital Stewart spent on him in fantasy football one hundred and one. <laughs> yeah, I think he still True. could. I think he still could. I want to put he's... him in bust territory. Yeah, he's got a lot of competition. Yeah. I think they got a. I think they had the right trio there to be very competitive at running back. I, I could agree with that. So CJ Stroud and Davis Mills guys are still splitting first team reps. What do you think that means for not just the season, but for fantasy? Oh, they're just trying to ignite a fire in CJ Stroud, show him, hey, you know, just because we drafted you high, we're not just going to hand you the keys to the Lambo. They're going to hand him the keys to the Lambo. 
Yeah, once yeah, week one they hits, get, they're going to get a fully guaranteed contract. They're, they're, yeah. they're definitely going to have to. I mean, what would be the first time, though, we've seen, seen something similar happen? But, I mean, I, I still stand by my original statement months ago. Davis Mills was not the problem in Houston. Yeah. So I that was a really like yeah. Imagine if they had just grabbed their receiving core and Devin Witherspoon. Like, I I, I think Oof. three three quarterbacks in recent memory that no. did not get a fair shake. Mills, Gardner Minshew, and Mitchell Trubisky. I think if, they if all you're going to draft two players in the <laughs> in the top ten, you got to take one defense and one offense, like JSN. Will Anderson, yeah. JSN. Back at twelve or thirteen, whatever. Yeah, their yeah other give your quarterback. Was. You know, at you still had Brandon Cooks at the time to give another good, like a great talent opposite of that, and then give your defense a chance. You know, or you you move some picks around and you get uh, Kincaid. You end up getting you end up getting Joey Porter Jr. too. Like, not nah, because I mean, Dalton Schultz is yeah, good. Like, I like Schultz. Yeah, Schultz but I mean, tiger. like. Kincaid's really good. <laughs> I'm not saying he's not good. I'm just saying I do like that. I would have kept Schultz still. I do like the Kincaid in Buffalo with Dawson Knox there because Dawson Knox has been effective and it's been a good red zone threat when Josh Allen targets him in the red why, zone. Why? Why not? But, why not? Why not in Houston? <laughs> if that's the case, why not have the double tight end set in Houston? That would have been because lethal. I, because I because I think Damian Pierce is by far the best running back on both of their <laughs> rosters combined. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. <laughs> and CJ yeah, can I mean, and CJ's, CJ can run too. At a, I mean, not saying Josh can't, but they've openly said that they're gonna not run Josh as much. But what, what's the last great dual tight ends we've seen? Like dual tight end sets. I mean, the Patriots were Gronkowski and Hernandez. Yeah, that was a good one. But before I think, that, no I think one that's gonna be good because don't I think because I think Kittle still has you know five to seven great years left in him, especially with you know how well Kelsey's performing still at his age. Mm-hmm. But what's his? Uh, who's the tight end that uh, <clears throat> San Fran drafted this year? Uh, Let's see. I don't know. I, I do want to throw out there. I thought Ertz and Goddard was a pretty good wombo combo. Yes, that was really good. Uh, Cam Luton. That was very good as Cameron well. Cameron Luton I, is uh, tight end, by the way, Travis. Yes. He, I give it two seasons, and I think they're going to be great. Especially like I once, think Gonzalez once, once and Hernandez are getting older. I think Gonzalez and Hernandez were just like the go tight end combo. I think that was what's, like peak what's crazy that happened. I mean, obviously it was Gonzalez. a killer combo. Just uh, they were on the uh, field you murdering mean, people. Yeah, Gonzalez. But but well, like that combo was just lethal. Hernan- what's crazy like thing is that like at that point in time, like before Gronkowski didn't do anything other than party. <laughs> Hernandez was like but, looking but like he was going to be better than Gronk at that time yeah, before he did. You know, Hernandez like went to prison and pass. And that's yeah. crazy I don't think he was going to be better, but he was quicker and more agile for sure. And he was stronger, and he was just like he looked like he was for free. Hernandez for those two seasons or so, where he yeah, like he was doing Gronk things better than Gronk ever did for that that two season span. If he did that for two or three more years, like we'd be talking about Hernandez as like Hernandez is like one of the greatest tight ends of all time. So if he didn't have that mental mm. breakdown. I think that's how I think that's how good he I, was. I think it, I think it was Simon Gronk, though, because he was already know, the bro. favorite, and he had that height. He was still pretty damn quick. So, because Hernandez was still only like six foot, six chug, one. chug, chug, and then you get Gronk at like six five, six six, still quick as shit. Not as fast as Hernandez. He's just hard to still take quick down. as shit. It's like yeah. Ben Roethlisberger playing tight end, but he could run a four five forty four six forty. One of my favorite, <laughs> one of my favorite moments is that when Gronk just fucking threw the Colts dude in the in the playoff game. That was funny. I wonder why that was funny. Yeah, uh, because it was hilarious. Aaron Hernandez was six foot two, two fifty, and he was like straight muscle. No, six one, six two. What a big difference. 
You said I don't six know. foot. If you want to talk about height, I said six foot six. Daryl Washington, the guy the Steelers just drafted a tight end. Good God. Darnell Washington, Washington is a fucking stud, baby. Six, Darnell seven. I was going to say, speaking of dual tight end oh, threats, because Pat Fryer's baby is already yeah. good. And, and then having Darnell Washington, like, I've been talking yeah. about Darnell Washington since high school. He was like a senior in high school. Yeah. Not when he got Kenny Pickett. Uh, and I will say, Ooh, my, man, brother Nick put, my, my brother Nick did put me on the Darnell Washington back then. He didn't do that. And I've been watching him ever since. He's, I was he's been there, a wasn't there a video of him like He's a stud. Week. Just trying people. I mean, six foot seven. Dude, and it, it, looked, six it looked like you were six. watching the blind. Like, four, six, you were four. watching the blind side in real life. Like that. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. I mean, you want to talk about power, speed. He can catch. The reason that he fell so far was because of concerns about a knee. But like, you know, you don't have to play every snap because you got Pat Fryer move. So mm-hmm. you get like the big issue okay. with him for the Steelers is non-existent because they're not going to give him enough reps to like give the wear and tear. The only yeah. the yeah. only injury he's going to have is just a freak accident. Yep. All right. So, like, we're talking about dual tight end sets. I didn't want to get into the Steelers like that, but you brought him up. Like you got Najee Harris in that backfield fantasy, too. Shane, Shane was purposes? doing so good. Shane was, was doing say, so for good. For fantasy purposes, it hurts Fryermuth a little bit. But for like real life, what it's gonna do, I like it. I think I think it boosts his stock because I think they're gonna run more jumbo sets. So I think because of that, though, if, if you have already a monster in the red zone, <laughs> if now you can't double team him in the red zone because Washington six seven. Then like... Yeah, bro, check it. <laughs> think of this. Think of this jumbo set. Okay, your two receivers. You got Deontay Johnson and George Pickens, or if you're in the red zone, Allen Robinson and George Pickens, Darnell Washington and Pratt Firemuth and Najee Harris. This is yeah. a scary lineup. Yeah. You know, scary Allen Raw and Kyle Pitts. Boom. Fuck the Steelers. <clears throat> they ain't Amon even Ra's on the gonna, same team. Do you think Amon yeah, Ra's no. going to, Austin, do you think Amon Ra's going to blow up this year? <laughs> I think he's in a perfect spot too, and it kind of scares me to play you. So yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm scared to play you, dude. What the heck? <laughs> oh god, I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. We'll see. Yeah, I'm gonna, wait, well, yeah. Jimmy I mean, it's, Graham. It's gonna be yeah. You see, did you Jimmy see that Graham with the Bears? Family oh, reunion. He went, back to, he went back to New Orleans. Back to the Saints. Saints. Yeah, back Saints. to the yeah, Saints. I didn't like that Damn. because I was loving my Juwan Johnson stock. I mean, I'm still going to hold on to him because he was getting a lot of red zone targets. It's still going. It, he's he's going to be fine. Fantasy. Especially <laughs> the reason fantasy. I like him. Too, that's why. That's part of the reason why I loved Carr going there because we saw how much he liked to target Waller. Ooh, there we go. Juwan Johnson, big and athletic like Waller. There we go. Like, yep. <laughs> that's why I was like, I'm holding him. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. why I never offered him on trades. <laughs> <laughs> all right so heading in the training camp going through training camp who are some of you guys thinks is um like some of the most overrated overrated fantasy purposes are we talking just in general deontay johnson overrated jordan addison no, deontay johnson why jordan addison <laughs> what i he can never be the number one not because of his ability he can never be the number one, one. Yeah, how does that make him there? overrated you guys well, are talking about like he's going to be a 1300 Yeah, it's not. I don't. I agree with Ben on this. Actually, I I don't think that he KJ Osborne was really good without Thielen last season, and like really good on a per game basis and per catch basis. And I think that competition is going to be a lot more stiff than you think. And the fact that like Hawk got targeted at a crazy level once he joined the Vikings, so. I think Hawk's going to get a lot more targets than the tight ends normally get in that situation, especially now that Dalvin Cook's gone. And if Madison's not doing the same yards per carry that Cook is, like, you know, Hawk's going to get more involved. And I think KJ Osborne's going to take more targets from Madison than people originally think because he's going to force it their hand to. Because I think KJ's mm-hmm. better than people are giving him credit for. So I, I, just, I can see Addison not. Addison, I like his. Like he's a great athlete, great ability. I just don't think the targets for the the amount of targets he's going to get is not going to justify his draft position going forward. 
I don't think that makes him. What is his draft position? It looks like a... like most people are taking him top ten in superflex and PP at full PPR. Dynasty, Dynasty one hundred percent. He's going top ten first round. Yeah, and the the target share that he's gonna get. I mean, he's gonna have his games. Don't get me wrong, but like the target share he's gonna get on a weekly basis, I don't think is gonna justify him going in the first round. So you think he should be drafted over eighty six? Like over just a regular draft, 50, and, and just a regular draft. To 90. I think fifty right to now ninety. Because right now his ADP, especially in startup drafts, is eighty six. Yeah, yeah. startup drafts eighty six would be about where you. I, I wouldn't say eighty six really is overrated. I've seen a lot of people getting put. I just, I mean, before the draft started, I mean, before. Uh, not before the draft started, but like once the draft happened and he got drafted to the Vikings, like my first shock value and everything, I'm just like, because on paper before he went to the Vikings, he was my number two wide receiver in the draft anyways behind mm-hmm. JSN. And then it fell a little bit, but then initially I didn't like Zay Flowers in Baltimore and Quentin Johnson. I wasn't as big on him to begin with. And then Keenan Allen and Mike Williams, when they're healthy, it's like good luck getting enough targets there. But, Think things have changed. Zay Flowers has been impressing me, mm-hmm. and then like me logically thinking things out. The Vikings, like, I just, I don't know. Specifically in rookie in rookie dynasty drafts, I think Addison's being overvalued. I thank you, thank you for everything. So. I, I I disagree. I think there's a big argument for someone like Dalvin Cook. Being taken why, too high, especially that's in why I traded him in startup leagues. He's been drafted way too high for what he is currently. Everyone jumped at on the that moment. Miami hype train. And like his biggest three teams are Miami, New England, and the Jets. No good. None of those teams are good for him to succeed fantasy. Miami. I beg to oh, differ. The Dolph, the Miami's perfect for him. He, they run the same. The, the perfect that he was that they ran at Florida State. That's literally. Yeah, but what they, they have Devin and Shane, which they also like. So like Devin Shane has a, has literally no ACLs. He is a three year rental, and they know it. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> I would also argue Darren Waller over Darren Jordan Addison. Yeah, also being overrated. No ACL. Yeah, I don't <laughs> think Darren Waller is going to get the targets that everyone expects. He's, I mean, he's a well, good talent. Because you don't like, expect because of the the Hall of Famer Danny Dimes to no, do no, it. No, I'm not saying. Okay. No, it's not because of da- it has nothing to do with. But they're run first it's, it's team, just, Mason. It's just because of the drop off between the top five guys that after the next to everyone else is huge. There's after the top five, there's like fifteen guys that will take turns week through week interchanging who's six. Yeah. And I got faith Waller in will have his though. weeks, and I think obviously, I was saying obviously, like Waller has proven it and pure talent. When healthy, he's definitely on. He's a top seven. Yeah, because he's a ball hawk on the team. But, but he's not going to have that on the Giants. I was say, I don't, they have, especially with all the young gun talent they have there, Wendell Robinson's going to come in. They just drafted Jalen Hyatt. You know, I I like it. You know, you get Saquon and Cody Bellinger was coming on too. I like him. So. Yeah, uh, exactly. He's, he, he's going to probably, like, if he stays healthy, just because the tight end position is so weak, he's probably going to finish, you know, eight to ten. But if you if you draft him, expecting him to bounce back to top four for him, you're crazy. Mm. Yeah, I still disagree with Jordan Addison being overrated, but that's okay. I don't think his talent's overrated. I just think his situation's overrated for what you fantasy wise, what people should reasonably expect production. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm not saying it can't be done because look mm-hmm. at the Eagles, Devonte Smith and AJ Brown, and they have a top five tight end Goddard as well but Goddard but it's just the target but Dalvin Cook leaving and then seeing the target share that TJ Hawkinson gets that's what makes me worrisome but the targets do go up because Dalvin's gone yep it just depends they gotta go somewhere depends on what percentage of touches they trust Madison with okay probably less all right Jordan Addison over under 215 no sorry 200 for fantasy points yeah. Under. Under 200 fantasy much? points. Ooh. 30. I think I'm taking yeah, I'm going to say he finishes 175 to 185 for fantasy points. Yeah, I'd say about 30. 
I think he goes over 200. Yeah, under. I just think KJ. I think I think KJ Osborne eats too much for him to do that. Uh, him and KJ are going to finish both anywhere between 150 and 180. Both of them will. Mm, yeah. I think KJ. He's going to get bumped down to three. Hawk and Jefferson are going to hog everything. Possible. Yeah, unlikely but like, possible. Unless Addison somehow can run 155 miles per hour, he's <laughs> he is. You not never in know, good Shane. You never know. He's not in good light with the Vikings front office or coaching staff right now. No, but I mean like, that's fine. That's fine. It's still early. In we understand camp. the situation. Maybe maybe they are cool with it because they understand like shit happens. But mm-hmm. you know, especially with the Henry Rugg situation happening, so not long ago like we're talking about something that is disgusting and despicable that happened when a first round wide receiver does it very similar thing what three years later it's a very bad look Mm -hmm. it doesn't matter if he was trying to save his dying dog or if he was a drunk driver it's a bad look and unfortunately like the Wait, ends is, don't justify the means necessarily, and that's James the situation. With that. Malcolm, don't you, don't you dare! No, why are we both <laughs> going for the same people? Stop I'm it! Ha- I'm gonna have to I've... go talk to Malcolm about no. James Cook. James Cook and Jahan Dotson are the people I've been wanting to target for like three months, but I just gotta wait, and I hate it. Hey, hey. Yeah, he's not there's crazy. This stuff comes about James day. Cook. There, there's some good stuff coming about James uh, Cook. I've been talking to him. Uh, yeah. Also, something that I really like because of my running back situation is Frank Reich said that Miles Sanders is going to be a three-round workhorse back. He said that today. Apparently, I'm like, yes. <laughs> now I want Chuba Hubbard just in case. <laughs> I'm actually going to go talk to Joel about that. I got Spiller. I got his Eckler handcuff, and he has my Sander handcuff, so I might try do a flip-flop there. We should do it and then give me give me Chase. No, if you're get, if we did have a decent discussion about that, yeah, we can continue. I, I, I forgot about that actually. No one else knows about that trade offer except me and you. Ben knows. <laughs> okay. Oh, ben knows. What does yeah. Ben yeah. think about for I, both I of us? To, I talked to him about it a little bit. I think I'm. I, I, I wasn't actually going to send it because I think I'm losing it. Yeah, I think like for product pure production this year, I was losing it. But like overall value, long term, it's even. It's kind of mm. fair. I, just but, have a I mean, I Kenneth broke it Walker. down because those third round picks meant nothing. So it was like, I chopped those off yeah. right off the bat. All righty. Well, thank mm-hmm. you so much for tuning in. Go ahead, like, subscribe, comment, share. No. Follow no. us on the Facebook. Derpin no. Nation is always no. streaming. So we uh, no. appreciate him. No. No. Am I going to yes. be good to go through Our the case. rest of this? All right, Travis. Uh, Why? <laughs> Thumbs up. Guns down. <laughs> Follow the Facebook. The Discord. Why? Still, no, you're not going to do the outro. You never say the name. Jeez. I love you. The Sporting Lounge. I love you too, Shane. Yeah, Focus the sporting lounge. I don't even know. I'm speechless. Die. Die. Die.